Hi, and welcome to the RCH Kids Health Info podcast, the podcast for parents about common child health concerns. I'm Dr Anthea Rhodes, paediatrician and your host for today. Pain is one of those things we have to deal with all the time as parents. You've probably had your child unwell at home, perhaps with an earache or a sore throat. Maybe they've fallen over in the playground or injured themselves on the footy field and you're wondering which medication should I give them? When do I need to see the doctor? Well, joining us today to answer all those questions and more is Dr Nadine Sharples, who's an emergency paediatrician here at the Royal Children's Hospital and deals with these sorts of questions every day. From the Royal Children's Hospital Melbourne, this is the Kids Health Info Podcast. Welcome, Nadine. Thanks, Anthea. Thanks for having me on. So, Nadine, not only are you a superstar doctor down in our emergency department, you're also a mum of three boys. So I'm sure you've dealt with pain as a first-hand experience at home as a mum as well. Absolutely. And I know how challenging that can be when your child's unwell or has injured themselves. Maybe we can start by talking a bit about how parents might spot the signs of pain in their kids. Absolutely. So older children, they can verbalise and point to where their pain is. But in a younger child or an infant, sometimes it can be something as simple as not really wanting to feed. They can be unsettled. And no matter what you do, um, they don't settle or they don't sleep. And sleep seems to be a really big one. Yeah, that irritable baby at night. I think probably the other thing that I get asked a lot about is children who are neurodiverse or have Um, autistic spectrum disorder, who can't verbalise or they can't tell us where their pain is. You might notice that their manifestations of of pain are being withdrawn or they may be unsettled or have changes in their behaviour that you wouldn't normally associate with their usual self. We can have children who are very, very quiet, who are very, very sick, or we could have children who are very, very distressed from their injury or their illness, but that doesn't mean that their pain is any less or any more severe than the other child who's quite withdrawn. Yeah, so it could show up in different ways. And it sounds like it's a sign that something's up, you know, and it may be serious, but for every child, it's going to be individual. So as a parent, if you do notice that your child's in pain, you really want to help them. And, you know, we hear this all the time as doctors, what can I do to relieve the pain? So what advice have you got for parents? So the first thing that you can do is help your child relax. And helping the child relax can be one of those things that can help reduce the pain. I often with my own kids try deep breathing just to try and get on top of things, but sometimes that's not going to work. So if you get an injury on the sports field, try and keep the the limb or the arm in a nice stable position because that's one thing that will help reduce any kind of pain. Placing some ice on the injured joint can be really helpful in that situation to help relieve the swelling and also take away some of the pain. Heat packs for tummies, which are really helpful. I'm sure we've all been in those situations. Um, yeah, we love the heat pack in our house. It, it solves a lot of, you know, those sort of 8pm tummy aches. Yeah. Heat pack can work wonders. Absolutely. And I think that's a really important point just to try that first. But I guess then we move to the next level and we think about giving pain relief like paracetamol or ibuprofen. So those medications are very simple pain relieving medications that you can buy over the counter, either at the supermarket or the pharmacy. I often find that ibuprofen works really well, especially with sporting injuries. So that has an anti-inflammatory effect and that means that it can help reduce those chemicals in your body that cause the swelling around an inflamed joint, like after a a sprained ankle or an injury. 
there is syrup formulations of these medications, there's tablets, but there's also chewable tablets now, which can be actually more palatable for some children who have difficulty with taking large volumes of medication. It's really safe to give them together. And it's a question that I often get from families. Is it going to cause any harm? Is it going to cause the child to have their pain masked? And the answer is no, because those medications work in different ways in the body to treat pain. That's another really important point, Nadine, because sometimes parents worry that they might mask or cover up the real signs of sickness or injury that their child has by treating the pain. And so then they worry that, you know, when they come along to the doctor or into the emergency department, suddenly everything seems to have gone away and you won't be able to work out what's wrong. The best way I can explain that is when you have a broken bone and you give some pain relief, we take an X-ray and you see that the bone is broken. So the cause of the pain is still there and we're still able to work out what's going on, even if you give the pain relief. I think the most important thing to know is that, you know, your child, if they're really distressed with the pain, it makes it much harder for us to actually find out what's going on. So I would encourage all parents to give their child pain relief before they come to the emergency department or see their local doctor. Great. And that's often one of the first things we do when they get here, if they haven't already had pain relief, so that by the time they're seen by the doctor, as you say, it's taken a bit of effect and it's it's easier to get a good idea as to what's really going on. So for parents who are at home and they've got paracetamol or ibuprofen in the cupboard, which you know we would recommend parents do have uh, so that you're not looking for it at 1am in the morning... <laughs> Um, The next question that we often get is about the dose. So how would you advise parents to best work out the right dose for their child? It's always helpful if you know your child's weight. That makes it really easy for you to work out the dosing based on your medication that you have in your cupboard. You need to refer directly to either the weight guide or the age guide on the side of the ibuprofen or the paracetamol bottles. If your child seems to be a bit slighter than other children of their age, you might want to go down an age level just to make sure that you're not giving too much of the medication. You can give paracetamol safely every four to six hours and ibuprofen safely every six to eight hours. So the other way that I often remember it is that you can give both at the six hour level. So if you wanted to give both at that time, again, that's totally fine as well. Great. Excellent advice. Thanks, Nadine. Sometimes children have a fever and pain at the same time. Mm. Sometimes they might have a fever but seem quite well. What is your advice there? If the child is well with a fever, so, you know, I can think of lots of situations of my febrile eight-year-old sitting at home happily on the couch watching telly, but then my six-year-old might be screaming in pain with his big ear infection and a fever. So in those situations, I would be treating with paracetamol and ibuprofen. Whereas my other child who's sitting there quite comfortably and happy, I don't need to treat that. We don't need to treat the fever itself. I would be treating the distress associated with the fever. So once you've managed that pain for your child, what should you be thinking about next? I think the most important thing is, does your child settle? Or is there still discomfort? Is there still ongoing symptoms? So the fever doesn't go away or the pain's not going away and the child isn't feeding, if they're not sleeping, if their behaviour is not usual for them, then it's worth checking in with your local doctor or your emergency department. Our general rule of thumb is around 
48 hours of treatment with paracetamol and ibuprofen at home prior to seeking medical advice. So if your child's not better in about two days' time, it's worth checking in with your local healthcare provider. Fantastic. And one last thing to talk about today is the rare situation where children might have an overdose or an accidental ingestion of pain-relieving medications. They do have childproof caps, but we know, I certainly know with my kids at home as well, that sometimes they're better at getting those caps off than the adults. So what sort of things do parents need to be aware of if for some reason their child might accidentally get into the bottle or you realise you've made a mistake and maybe Mm. you've given them too much of the medicine? The first thing I would suggest is don't panic. So what we need to know in these situations is how much medication do you think the child has had? And if you know your child's weight, that's a really useful piece of information for us as well. If you call the Poisons Information Line, and this is a free service Australia-wide that you can talk to a professional who knows about toxins and poisons, then you can call that number on 131126 and you'll get some advice based on the medication that has been potentially ingested or taken by the child and some advice about when to come into a medical service, either at your local doctor or your emergency department. Fantastic. And we'll put the links to that information in our show notes for people listening. That Poisons Information line is fantastic, so parents should have that number handy as well. Well, we've covered so much there. Thanks, Nadine. And I know parents listening, pain is one of those things that all kids experience at some stage in their lives. It can be a sign of something serious sometimes. It can just be a minor thing and we don't always even understand why it came and we're always glad when it goes away. So thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any final advice or comments for parents listening? I think the most important take-home message that I can say is please give your child either paracetamol or ibuprofen prior to coming to your healthcare provider because it really does make a difference to the child and our assessment of your child in order to help you and them. Fantastic. Thanks again so much, Nadine, and that information will be available online. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So there are so many different causes of pain in kids, and to get to the bottom of the cause, you might find something helpful in one of our other episodes. We've got an episode on head injury, tummy aches and headaches, cough, cold and fever. All of those things we'll put links to in our show notes. If you've enjoyed this episode or learnt something helpful today, then please share it with your friends. And thanks for listening. Information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, discussions with your doctor or healthcare professional. If you are concerned about your child, please consult your local healthcare professional for further advice.